Welcome to Random Bible Thoughts with Russ. Tonight I'm going to start a a three-part message, three-part study in Romans chapter 14. And then at the end of this video I have an announcement of some upcoming study I'm going to do, which I think is going to be pretty interesting. And some other activities that I have been doing in conjunction with my church crossroads of Custer. So let's just get right into it. The study in chapter 14 is subtitled in the ESV, this English Standard Version, Do Not Pass Judgment on One Another. Yeah, just looking at the subtitle, you would think that as Christians, we are not supposed to judge others. In Matthew 7, 1 through 5, and Luke 6, 37 through 42, it's subtitled, Judging Others. There's a conflict in subtitle. Let me explain. Now, I have done a study in Matthew 7, 1 through 5, called Christian Judging Christians. And you can see that in my video series or hear it on my podcast on iHeartRadio and or uh, Spotify and many other podcast platforms. Many people use this scripture out of context or completely quote or incompletely quote the scripture. They something say something like this you can't judge me or yeah uh, God, I can just edit this out. Many people use the scripture out of context or incompletely quote the scripture. They say something like this. You can't judge me. The Bible says judge not. Saying that and only that without context. The context in Matthew is not judging a brother or sister in Christ who is in sin hypocritically it's talking about not judging a brother or sister in christ who is in sin hypocritically so say you can't judge another christian who is in sin when you yourself are in sin that's hypocritical that's the basic context of both matthew and luke in on judging others the context it's christians judging christians in matthew and luke and it's about judging them hypocritically how can you see the speck in your brother's eye when you got a plank in your own eye? First, remove the plank out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly see the speck in your brother's eye. Don't judge hypocritically. But there is a verse that would better fit a non-Christian to saying you can't judge me would be in 1 Corinthians 5, 12 to 13. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? It is not those inside the church you are to judge. God would judge those outside the church. Purge the evil from among you. Well, that's pretty strong there. Purge the evil from among you. It's like saying, um, if there's sin within a church, get rid of it. And there's a, there's a process for that. And again, in my video, Christians judging Christians, 
I go through that process step by step. Uh, okay. Okay, so now let's just read the scripture we're going to be studying tonight, or at least por a portion of it. And this is, again, this is in Romans 14, starting at verse 1. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him. But not to quarrel over opinions. Don't quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains. Let the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls. And he will upheld, he will be upheld for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems a day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced, you hear that, fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord. You, you hear a, you hear a, a theme there, in honor of the Lord? For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live the Lord. If we die, we die the Lord. So then, whether we Live or whether we die, we are the Lord. For to this end, Christ died and living again, that he might be the Lord of death and of the living, of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess to God, so that each of us will give an account of himself to God. So let's just dig into it. In verse 1 it says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinion. Who is weak in faith? At first, my first thought was, you may think that it's the new followers in Christ. This is not totally true. But there are many who say they are followers of Christ, yet don't really know what Scripture says. Nor really know what they believe. They have not been taught or studied the Scripture at, or never. Okay, I'm dead at this again. Start this all over here. The one who is weak in faith. At first thought, you would think it was a new follower in Christ. This is not necessarily true. There are many people who say they are followers of Christ, but yet don't know Scripture. They either not taught or have not studied Scripture, nor have they took what they received in Christ seriously. I lost my cursor. There it is.
Welcome in, but not quarrel over opinions. Welcome, do not quarrel over opinions. Things are just, opinions are just that, opinions. Definition of opinion, a belief or conclusion held with confidence, but not sustained by positive knowledge or proof. That's what an opinion is. Everyone has an opinion. Discussing an opinion is okay. Notice the verse says quarrel over opinion. Arguing over opinion. What is quarreling? It's a dispute. Angrily or violently content, contended or squabble. To discuss God's word being militaristically arguing angrily are probably not the way to discuss differences of opinion. Probably not the way to do it. Being combative does not do much of anything. Now, I don't know anyone who has changed their opinion while they are angry, filled with anger, in an angered, filled argument. Discussing over the word, what God's word says or doesn't say, should be done in a lovely, loving, and compassionate way. One person believes he may eat anything while the other weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is made. Lord is able to make him stand. When it says anything, that is exactly what it means. Meat, vegetables, fruit. If the one who is weak in faith, knowing we are free to eat anything, will not meet then when it says anything. That's exactly what it means. Meat, vegetables, fruit. If the one who is weak in faith, not knowing we are free to eat anything, will not meet, then don't argue over it. Well, I got some punctuation or something to do there. Don't look down on them for doing so, nor should they look down on you for doing so. For God has welcomed them into his family. Your judgment is mute. Your judgment is mute. You see a brother, you know, there's uh, the Seventh-day Adventists, they're pretty much vegetarians, for the most part. Well, there are some that eat meat. But they are, for the most part, enough to judge them because they believe you should only eat vegetables. lost my place. One person esteems one day as better than another. While another seems all days alike, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. While the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord. 
and gives thanks to God. For none of us live to himself and none of us die to ourselves. Oh, hey. I mean, they're just talking about some day of Venice. There's a group out there that say Saturday is a day of rest. But yet our rest is in the Lord Jesus Christ. For he said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. That's in Matthew 12, 8 and Luke 6, 5. As long as the one who holds to his convinced in their, as long as the one who holds to this is convinced in their own minds, whether all days are the same or one day is more special than the other. As long as the days that are observed are observed unto the Lord. The same with eating certain foods. You can eat anything as long as it's done unto the Lord and give thanks to the Lord. We don't live or die for ourselves. Verse 8 says it all. We don't live or die to ourselves. For if we live, we live to the Lord. We live, we live to the Lord. We die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. It's for the Lord that we live or die. For to this end, Christ died and lived again. That he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brothers? Or why do you despise your brother? Well, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written as, I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess God. So then, each of us will give an account to himself to God. I know I keep reading these scriptures over, but it's just to bring it into each next statement I'm about to make about the scripture. The section of scripture starts with the one who is weak in faith. This is either a new believer or someone who has not truly grasped what they have received. So instead of passing judgment or disregarding that brother or sister in Christ, teach and discuss the scriptures. We will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Actually, I got the judgment seat of Christ because actually God has given all judgment over to Christ and give an account of our actions, whether good or bad. Everyone will eventually bow to Christ and confess to God. An account will be given out of the actions or maybe said our works. Or what, how we have been building. On what or how we have been building on the foundation of Christ. We will give an account. What we have done, build on that foundation of Christ. I'm about to end part one here. I'm probably going to edit out several minutes. In 1 Corinthians 3, 15 and 11, it makes it very clear. What we do or say in building our foundation laid by Christ. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ, not Peter. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become manifested, for the day will disclose it, because 
It will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test the sort of works each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive rewards. If anyone's works is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only through the fire. So when you judge a brother or sister that feels only eating meat is what they are vegetables, and, or a brother says that says it's okay to eat meat, and you're you're judging them. Well, that's not your place to judge them. You need to teach them. You don't you don't pass. Um, you don't like I said. You don't disregard them. You show them in scripture that it's okay or it's not okay, depending on what the circumstances are. Okay. That's the end of part one of Romans. And that was a little rough. I'm going to have a lot of editing to do. And I don't know why I'm even saying this. Because I'll edit myself out. Upcoming study. Well, first, let me just say this. In my, in my church with Crossroads, we're doing two new ministries here in Custer. One at the Wedgwood Assisted Living Facility. We're doing Sunday services every fourth Sunday of the month and be great if any of you that live here in Custer that watch my videos if anybody does you come and join us at two o'clock every fourth Sunday and then every seven weeks and I don't have the um the uh schedule sitting in front of me but every seven weeks and we started this last Sunday we are also doing a service at Custer Senior Care Center and Rehabilitation. And so we'll be provide, we provide services for the people that can't get out, can't get out to hear God's word, and those that are just maybe have nobody to come and see them. Second thing, or maybe that's the third thing, I'm going to start a study here, and uh, I might start it tomorrow, actually. In 2 Peter, and it'll be chapter 1, verse 3 through 11. And I'm going to be talking about the supplements, biblical supplements. Everybody takes supplements during the days, during different days, different things for sleeping, for better brain thinking and whatever, um, boost your immune system. These are biblical supplements. And just I'll read them real quick here. Supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. And then there's other, there's a lot of meat in this here. So we're going to take a, we're going to take a couple of these supplements and um, discuss them, and maybe three at a time or something. Each one builds on the one before it. So we'll go through that. It's probably going to take a while to get through it, but I think it'll be a neat study, an interesting study. So that's what I have coming up. Like I said, I, twice, I got a section of John I'm doing. I might want to finish that first. Um, and then once I'm done with that study, I'll come back to John and continue with that. So, 
one of Boston Myers. If you like my videos, give me a like, give me a comment, give me a suggestion if you like. Um, recommend topics if you want. And so if you got a comment, leave a comment, give me a like, follow, subscribe. God bless.